Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm your host, Melody Pormorati, and I'm coming with you today um, to bring you a topic that's super personal to me, something I haven't spoken about too much, um, but it is National Infertility Awareness Week. And um, as I've mentioned in passing, my husband and I struggled with infertility. I I really don't even like calling it infertility. I feel like by calling it infertility, you're already making it like something that is um, unattainable, right? Having having a baby, having a child, creating a being. But anyways, that is what it's called. And um, I, I, while I don't share about our struggle too much, I really wanted to bring light to it today because the truth of the matter is that you... Whether you know it or not, you know somebody struggling with infertility. One out of six couples struggles with infertility. And um, so often, you know, you might hear from people that, you know, they don't want to have kids right now or that um, they're practicing or whatever you might hear. You might hear from people Um, When you ask them the very personal question of when are you going to have a baby, when are you going to get pregnant, and people are giving you answers, um, and often they're true, and then sometimes there are people who don't want to share about their journey, about the fact that it hasn't been easy for them to to, um, make a baby and to get pregnant. So we all know someone struggling with infertility. And so I'm going to share some ways that we can support people who are going through it. But again, I want you to also realize that perhaps there are people around you going through it who aren't sharing. And, you know, if if you your intuition is telling you that perhaps they are struggling in some way, you don't have to um, say anything to them that you think they're struggling, but you can uh, give them the space that they need and not ask them intrusive questions uh, about when they're having a baby. Because at the end of the day, I think people don't realize this. Um, when you know when someone gets married, it's like the next thing that people are always asking them. Okay, when are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? And that question A is personal, and B can be the hardest question to ever have asked of you when you are struggling and you are trying to get pregnant. So I ask you to ask that question mindfully, and in general, be mindful of your words, be mindful of the things that you say. Um, and you know, saying the wrong thing when someone is struggling as well intended as it can be, it often really just causes additional pain and suffering to those couples trying so hard to conceive. So I'm going to give you some of my tips on how to really shift your support from a place of helplessness to a space of helpfulness. So for those of you who actively know that someone in your life is trying to have a baby and you just you feel like you never know the right thing to say or do to to let them know that like you've got them or to make them just generally feel comfortable, here are some tips to help you along the way. So the first one is be respectful of their privacy. So as mentioned, the subject of baby making is very personal in nature. So let's stay away from questions like, are you pregnant yet? Because even those who are using fertility treatments and protocols to get pregnant, 
A, they don't always work. B, sometimes they take many tries before they work. Believe me, I know. Uh, and C, they're emotionally and physically taxing. And they so they don't, because they don't always reap success um, immediately and perhaps not at all, this question puts a great deal of pressure on your loved ones. So um, you're basically putting pressure on them in a process they have ultimately zero control over. So please be respectful of their privacy and give them their space and talk about things other than pregnancy. There are a million other topics in the world. Become conscious of your words. So I remember when I was pregnant, um, I had friends who said, oh, just relax. It'll happen. Oh, go smoke some weed. Oh, go, you know, go adopt. So what? You'll adopt. Adoption is an absolutely beautiful way to grow a family, but it's clearly not the chosen path for the family member or friend who is struggling with infertility. So um, saying to them, don't worry, you can always adopt. Yes, we can always adopt, but it's not, it it doesn't feel good for the person who's trying to conceive um, a baby in that moment. They're not there yet. They're just not there. So um, it's not a comforting option for a couple who's hoping to conceive biologically. So, um, you know, the other thing about saying to people, just relax, you know, there are babies that are conceived in times of war, okay, in starving populations across the globe and in other immensely stressful situations. So to tell them to relax is really not helping them, right? Like, because if we're looking at the reality of it, that's not the reason that they are not conceiving, you know? And you're also saying to them that like somehow they are at fault for not having been able to conceive a child when you tell them to relax. You're putting, you know, that that weight of responsibility on them, okay? Um, so we do not want that. Next is give them space, please. So try to be understanding of them. If they're not feeling like celebrating, if you invite them to a birthday or a baby shower or a baby naming or whatever the occasion and they don't necessarily feel like coming, um, they are happy for you. I promise you this because I've been there. So, So there's a difference. Like We can be happy for other people and still feel super triggered and sad for ourselves when we're at a celebratory event, especially one that deals with um, the topic of a baby. So that's how I was feeling. That's how my husband and I were feeling. I know there were times like and seasons where all we wanted to do is be surrounded by like our little cousins and nieces and nephews. And then when we were actually going through the treatments, it became really, really hard to be around them because as much as we love them, it was a reminder of what wasn't happening for us in that moment. And it caused extra pain at a time when we were already dealing with the pain. Like IVF, IUIs, all the infertility treatments, they're not easy. And it's not just the woman who has like, you know, I think there's this myth that when there's infertility in the picture, it's always um, something to do with the woman's body that isn't working that, you know, once again, as always, you know, things are blamed on the woman, but um I'm here to tell you that 50% of infertility issues stem from 
the, the man. So without p- placing blame, and that's never what you want to do when you're going through any of that, it's important to understand that this journey is hard for both members of the couple, whether it's a same-sex couple, you know, whether it's a man and a woman. Like There are many reasons that infertility takes place. Um, but again, like this, this applies to men as well as women. Give them the space because if they're in a place where they're trying and it's not happening, there is so much pressure and stress. And the last thing we need is to put extra pressure on our friends or family to say, you have to come to this event. How dare you not come? You know, you need to be there. So please, please understand. Come from a place of understanding. Um, next is to offer your support. So I know that when my husband and I were going through this, it would have been really nice to hear once we did finally share, because for a really long time, my husband and I decided that this is a really personal journey and that we're going to go on it together and not really share. Um, and so we, we didn't tell our family why we weren't around as much and why our schedules were so grueling because to go in for the early morning like blood work and ultrasound you're getting up really really early to drive really far away so your your life is kind of like taken over by this this um, desire to have a baby right everything you're doing everything you eat everywhere you go uh, every day on your calendar especially when you're doing an IVF is consumed by the whole process so um at the beginning, we couldn't we couldn't ask anyone for support, and we really couldn't expect anyone to support us because how could they support us when we hadn't shared? But when a few years had passed and um, it became too painful for people to be around people and for them to constantly say, "Oh, you guys are the only ones in the in our group in our friend group who don't have a baby," or "What's taking you so long?" or "Will you just get pregnant already?" Hearing those things. Um, we really decided that it was time to share with our friends and family so that instead of putting pressure on us, they could support us. Um, and, And my recommendation is that you find a way to ask your loved one how you can support them. Um, you know, just letting them take the lead and communicating what support looks like for them because it's so individual. Like for me, I remember support looked like asking my sister to come to some of my morning blood work and ultrasound sessions because I wanted her to witness what I was going through. I wanted her to be there with me, to hold my hand, to, you know, to be a part of that part of my life. That's what support looked like for me at the time. It also looked like people not pressuring us to do things that we just weren't aligned with at the time. For some, it could be a check and text or a phone call every week just to let you know that they're thinking of you and that they're sending you love. But you got to ask that person, like, please let me know if and how I can support you. Let me know what that looks like for you. I love you so much. And I'm here for you, but I also like want to support you in the way that you most need. So being there for our friends obviously won't cure them of their struggles, um, but using a mindful and thoughtful approach to supporting them can bring them a great deal of peace in an otherwise heartbreaking and isolating journey. So, um, you know, I'd love to know, did this podcast episode serve you. I know it's different than what we typically talk about, 
Um, but having gone through this really grueling experience myself, um, I know that I can't be the only one. I know that for sure that I'm not the only one because when I was dealing with uh, the struggles of infertility, I started a, um, a group where I was bringing women together who were trying to get pregnant just to give them an outlet, a place to talk to other women who get it. Um, and I realized, my goodness, I am so not alone. So by sharing a podcast on this topic, um, it's my way of saying to those of you who are listening, who might be struggling in this way, um, you are so not alone. You are seen, you are heard. Get the support that you need. Join, um, you know, join a Facebook group. Join a support group. There's so many different resources out there for you. I know Resolve is a great organization that really supports um, people who are trying to conceive. They bring educators, they get groups going together, but there are so many resources. All you have to do is Google it and I promise you, you will find something in your local or virtual area um, because there's no reason to suffer in silence. And as with all things, the more we talk about them, the more we can release the stigma associated with them. And um, infertility is a very, very common thing. And the sooner we open the doors to speaking up about it, the more um, we can demystify the stigma of it and and really connect with other people who are either going through it or can help us on our journey. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Um, and I want to let you know that this is so off topic, but since we have a special masterclass coming up, I wanted to be the first, if I haven't already shared, to let you know that on Thursday, May 5th at noon Eastern Standard Time, we have a um, special uh, a talk called Raising Peaceful and Powerful Girls. And I'm gonna really be sharing with us, with, with our community, how, you know, it's not realistic to wish for our girls to be happy all the time, but it is realistic to encourage them to really locate, uncover their peace and their power in every moment of every day. And this talk is going to be designed to teach you how to guide your girls in that way. So if you haven't already signed up, definitely save your spot. As I mentioned, it's happening May 5th at uh, noon Eastern Standard Time. And I can't wait to hang out with you then. It's melodypormorati.com slash masterclass. And I will also put this in the show notes. Um, I, I hope that this episode has served you. If you know somebody who can benefit, who needs to hear these messages, I feel like we all need to hear them because as mentioned before, we all know someone who's struggling with infertility, whether we actually know it for sure or not. Love you all and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in and thank you so much for being a listener of the Empowering Her podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please go ahead and leave us a review so that we can keep the empowerment flowing. Also, be sure to follow along on Instagram at Girl Life Empowerment, and I would love for you to check out my newly released book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, across all Amazon platforms. I'm so grateful for you, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.